Bikini bottoms and one of those clasp-in-front bras that even you can get right in the dark. Your Gloria, nothing else on but the ring you maxed out the plastic for, and for once, you don't even think about the bills rolling in. Baby, she says, her hands perched on those breeder's hips you thought at times might make any stints in the delivery room as easy as lying back for a nap on Sunday. If you ain't landed a job out at one of those refineries today, that, or sold one of your precious drama-in-real-life stories to Reader's Digest, then it don't matter how it breaks my heart clean in two, you're gonna need another place to stay tonight. Nothing altogether new, of course. This ain't the first time. You've been warned before, maybe a dozen times over the past four months, and sure, you've been writing— but you've got thirty-three stories and so far not a single cash cow, and now, now there's no sense in begging. So you sit there for a while in the kitchenette, biding time with your elbows propped on the yellow Formica tabletop. The new story you've written, a real ringer about a retarded kid trapped underwater in an upside-down school bus at the bottom of a ravine, is almost finished and guaranteed, you think to bring home the cash money Reader's Digest is doling out for this stuff on a monthly basis. You watch Gloria's pale little hands in those wide-slung hips, and somehow none of this surprises you, not the way she's staring, lips in a tight-puckered O, like you've farted and accidentally drawn mud in your drawers, not the way the A.C. snaps to life in the attic and spills its cool rush of air into the room, Not even the way four months back you lost your job at Exxon, where you'd spent three years loading 55-gallon drums of Varsol into tractor trailers. Hell, not even the guilt-like squeeze in your conscience you'd felt growing steadily tighter when, to pay your share of this month's rent, you sold the old El Camino you'd had since high school. Anymore, nothing's a surprise. But they say the expected ain't always easy. And now there's that slow grandfather clock of a feeling you get in your guts, like your heart's swinging way too low on a thin, wet string in the wide-open, empty insides of you. You best snap out of it, Gloria says, flipping that long black hair over her shoulders, and you can't help thinking it looks like a horse's tail swatting flies. I'm serious as murder one, she says piddle-farting around in your underpants, home all day writing your little stories, out with Jimmy two nights already this week doing God knows what. Sweet Jesus legal pads stacked up everywhere. You can't even clean up after yourself, let alone scrub a toilet or do a load of laundry, let alone take care of a wife. You better go, she says crossing her arms over the mess of red splotches on her chest. For good, right goddamn now. Still you're waiting, leaning on the table like it needs holding down, and waiting until it comes, the end-all to your be-all. Too sweet, she says, the thoroughbred Cajun twang alive in her voice, and you reckon that's all she wrote. So there ain't nothing left but to call your pal Jimmy Love... Tell him to come do his duty as your only real friend, former co-worker and owner of the 92 Chevy truck, 
had seen you riding shotgun while drinking off no less than three major league cases of what Jimmy always calls the post-poon blues. What happens next, you might say, is about as predictable and necessary as a toothpick after corn on the cob. There's your father's old army duffel bag on the street beside you, and you're kicking the curb, flipping pages of your legal pad when Jimmy Love comes rumbling up. Reaching over, he swings the passenger door open and pulls the hairs of his mustache down over his lips with a cupped hand. Well, Jimmy says, don't know about you, but I'm picking me up a little hint of that deja vu. And when you toss the duffel bag into the back and climb in, he pats the two six-packs beside him as if they're the fair-haired heads of sons who just caught a greased pig at the state fair. This make four, he says. Damn! Four women in two years, and you're sorry ass.